Would you like to learn how to get rid of toxic shame and five secrets to healing toxic shame? Hey, I'm Anki Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man method. And look, let's talk about what is toxic shame. So indeed, it is an irrational feeling of worthlessness, humiliation, self-loathing, or paralyzing that can be created through repeated traumatic experiences, often, but not always, rooted in childhood. So look, you probably also know, you're telling a person all the time, you are so toxic, right? Or you, or like maybe somebody tells you, you know, you have really toxic relationships. So if you want to really stop this, you're kind of sick and tired of it, let's go ahead and dive right in. So secret number one to get rid off and heal toxic, you know, really this toxic relationship is identify your shame shield. Okay, so think about it this way. You know, when you have toxic shame, part of the reasons why it is toxic is because you're actually resisting it. You have a coping mechanism to it. Now, Brene Brown talks about shame shields. Yes, that's right. So sometimes when we feel embarrassed, one part could be that how we respond to it is by pushing it away, right? By actually like almost saying, no, it's not happening, right? It's like a total denial, right? Like I didn't even say anything. So what that would look like in a relationship would be, let's say, let's say you're affectionate and your partner is shaming you for being too affectionate. And you just say, oh, oh no, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. You know, no, it's, it's not that important anyways, right? So you almost like make excuses for it. Now, another shame shield is attack, right? So that is really getting angry, you know? So let's say your partner, again, same situation, tells you, you know, you're too affectionate, right? And you're like, well, I don't care about you anyways, right? Like, who do you think you are? So you actually go into attack because it just, it just feels so good, right? So you got to really watch out for those shame shields and which of those shame shields are you actually using when it comes to avoiding toxic shame, right? And again, part of the reasons why it's so important is because you got to actually then see what is your shame shield and then actually see what's underneath, which leads me to secret number two, transform your relationship to shame. Okay, well, wait a minute on here. How the heck am I going to do that? Well, very simple. What is important about that is not actually the actual shame, but it's more about the feeling you have afterwards, right? So I give you an example. So upon, once upon a time, must have been 10, 10 years ago, I was attracted to this guy and he was sending me all those mixed signals. Now, what, did, what would I do? Well, I was in the practice of creating authentic and connected relationships with men. So I actually told him how I felt with nothing else. I just said, look, I'm attracted to you, right? And uh, what was really interesting about that was that you know, you would have said, wow, that would cause you shame, especially because it, it turned out that he had just his met his future wife, okay? So you may think like, well, Auntie, oh my God, how embarrassing, right? But actually, I had a very positive response 
because I had transformed my relationship to shame. So look, I was actually driving home and I was so happy. I was celebrating. And you may think he told me that he wants to start a relationship with me or he proposed to me, right? And it was the opposite. It was because I had transformed my relationship with shame. So how do you do that? Well, so first of all, you're really thinking about what's so great about shame. Now, again, we're going back to Brene Brown, you know, because she really talks about, you know, going to the bottom of shame is really creating so much innovation and creativity inside of yourself. And look, honestly, I believe why that is, is because it passes by those levels of protection, of resistance that we normally have. But in shame moments, we can't help because there it is about survival, right? So we're going straight to the core of feeling inadequate. But the cool thing is from being inadequate, it's also there's no sense of belonging. There's no sense of um, fitting in, right? So from that place, it's very um, malleable, right? So you could create, you could do totally different things that you normally wouldn't do. And you could actually use that to increase your momentum to attract the man of your life even faster. Yes, I know, your mind is probably blown at this point. All right, let's move on to secret number three, which is making friends with your shadow. Wait a minute, okay, so I know I, I did a couple of videos on shadow, from shame to sh from shadow to shine, or from shame to shine, and so what we're talking about here is actually saying, okay, so what are your shadows? What are you deeply judging inside of yourself? Look, it could be, um, I'm not smart enough, okay? Um, it could be, I'm not pretty enough. Um, I don't really fit in. I'm weird, right? Or I'm nasty, Antje. Like, I, you know, I actually have this nastiness inside of myself, right? You know, or I'm selfish. I'm arrogant. So there's all those different shadows that we very much judge inside of ourselves. First and foremost, of course, because society and the culture around us judges it as well. Now look, remember, what you resist persists. So when we judge something, we're resisting it. Now what I do wanna do instead is actually say, how can you make friends with your shadow? Okay, well, how do I do that, Auntie? Well, so think about this way. What is so great about being arrogant? I'm gonna take that example, right? Well, what's so great about arrogant is actually, well, there's definitely self-esteem in here, right? And there's definitely a sense of self in here, right? And so you can really see, okay, what's so great about that, right? Of course, also arrogance means you are actually very ignorant in a sense, right? So of course, there's also other parts of that as well. But your job is actually making friends with it. What's so great about being selfish, Aunt here? Well, you actually have your own energy field. You can actually hold your own in a relationship and get your own needs met. You can actually get your message across, which oftentimes is so important because you may be on dates and you may actually have a hard time to tell a man how you really feel, particularly if you're not interested in him, because you constantly get caught up in his energy field, in his agenda, in his emotions, in his thoughts. So guess what? When you're more selfish, guess what? You're more like, what about me? Am I enjoying the state? 
Do I want to go on a second date? Is this guy actually my type? And so on and so forth. So you ask yourself actually self-serving questions, which actually helps you to really create what you really want. But you can do it really with anything, you know, whichever one you are embarrassed by, that's what I invite you to become friends with. And secret number four, which is, okay, this is a little harder, right? Like heal your addiction to toxicity. You know those kind of people who are like, wow, Angie, there's so much drama happening. Oh my God, this is Susie said this and Mark said this and this is what happens. And oh my God, you know, I can't even believe it. And we get addicted to complaining and we're getting addicted to struggling and to suffering. So you have to acknowledge to yourself, right? We're getting addicted to attracting emotionally unavailable men into our life and all that stress and that tension that that creates inside of ourselves. So you have to be honest with yourself, right? You have to heal your addiction to toxicity. Look, I know that's not easy because I'm asking you to say, I'm addicted to toxicity. You know, it kind of provides me this level of certainty and maybe even this level of like, like significance because I get to call my girlfriends and we get to, you know, gossip about it and complain about it. And maybe my girlfriend had a similar experience. And instead of actually saying, I got to heal my addiction to toxicity. So when, if that means, so look, when I met my husband, I was highly addicted to toxicity, right? I was highly addicted to men who were just not emotionally available. I was just not getting my needs met. I was giving all my power away. All those dysfunctional patterns I was highly addicted to because my brain, my neurons, my nervous system was highly addicted to it. So I had to actually acknowledge that and then say, when I met my man, my husband of now almost six years, right? Like, okay. Hmm. Interesting. It's like, I don't feel like I get the shot in my system, right? As if I just took a drug or, you know, like a, an incredible high, but I can actually feel like, wow, there's this calm, there's this peace, there's this sense of groundedness inside of my system with this man. And that is actually my new normal. So you actually have to be willing, right? You have to be willing to be and embrace that new normal, to create a new normal and to actually embrace that uncertainty that comes with that as well. And finally, secret number five, which is practice the art of transition. Now, you see how this is like all going in sequence. So what helps you to hear from the addiction to toxicity is actually understanding transition. So look, some of us are really caught up in like being feminine all the time and having a really hard time moving into the masculine. So let's say, let's say you're really good at mas like getting a massage or reading a book, relaxing, sleeping, whatever the case may be. But then when it comes to like moving, transitioning into the masculine, you actually have a much harder time and you actually, wow, it's a really hard, it gets, it takes a lot of momentum until it takes a lot of time for me to get it going, right? You know, so you may have a harder time or you may have a harder time to move from the masculine to the feminine. So maybe you are actually like super highly accomplished, right? And you run, you're, you're running circles at work, you know, you're the go-getter, you're, you're accomplishing everything you want to accomplish. So you're constantly in this achiever mode and this doer mode and you're having a harder time moving into the 
ah, the feminine, the beingness to just like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to take my heels off, right? I take off my coat and I'm just going to sit down and I'm literally just going to relax. So really identifying for one, you know, practice the art of transition, but number two, also seeing which one is easier for you to move from the masculine to the feminine or from the feminine to the masculine. From that point on, that's really going to help you when it comes to moving out of um, the addiction to toxicity. All right, this is it for today. Of course, you can take my Magnetize Your Man quiz below to figure out where are you on that scale and what do you need to heal your toxic shame. I'm Antje Boyd. MagnetizeYourMan.com is the website. Again, Magnetize Your Man. Click that link below and I will see you in the next video. Take care. Much love. Bye-bye.